Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. The Keystone Pipeline rupture leaked nearly 600,000 gallons of crude oil into a creek. Yep, the Keystone Pipeline spills again, this time in Kansas. We can't solve the climate crisis if we don't solve the climate misinformation crisis. Surprise! Big oil is greenwashing and deceiving the public. Plus... Fusion jams them together by basically creating a star in a box. U.S. scientists reportedly achieve nuclear fusion breakthrough. All those breakthroughs and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. A so-called zombie virus has been revived after 50,000 years trapped in the Siberian permafrost. Hey, science! I got something for you to study next. Why the f*** you would do that? Knock it off, science. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Dizzy Doyen, I'm very excited to get to the fusion story. (laughs) But first... What do you know? The Keystone Pipeline spills again. Yes, in northern Kansas, officials say crews have contained an oil spill on the Keystone Pipeline that late last week dumped nearly 600,000 gallons of crude oil into a creek. Let me just point out that they always lowball the first estimate. 600,000 gallons? Yep. Probably going to turn out to be a lot more. But anyway, press on. Probably will. This is on the existing Keystone Pipeline that transports heavy tar sands crude oil from Canada and not its controversial twin, the Keystone XL, which was terminated when President Biden revoked the project's permit. This new spill is the largest onshore crude pipeline spill in the U.S. since 2010. It is the 22nd spill on the Keystone Pipeline system in its 11 years of operation. And this one is larger than all of the previous spills on the Keystone system combined. And yet Republicans are still mad that we didn't build the even larger Keystone pipeline. Yep. In Congress, a new report by House Democrats exposes a deliberate push by the oil and gas industry to deceive the public about cutting its fossil fuel emissions. No. Basically, greenwashing. What? A trove of internal documents obtained in a year-long investigation reveal that the oil industry misled the public with a major public relations campaign that advertised a commitment to clean energy while actually investing very little. And while making massive investments to, quote, lock in continued fossil fuel production for decades to come. Because that's what they do. Now, the oil industry rejects the claims, but the report also details industry efforts to get taxpayers to fund carbon capture projects so profitable oil companies can continue polluting for free. Mm -hmm. And big oil companies are deceptively reshuffling their emissions to smaller companies without reducing their emissions at all. Here's Democratic Representative Ro Khanna of California on his committee new report on MSNBC. They can't have it both ways. They can't call themselves clean companies and then commit to business plans to increase CO2 emission. Of course they can. They can do anything they want. They're the most profitable companies in the world, and no one's going to make them do otherwise. And with Democrats losing control of the House in January, this likely marks the end of that investigation. Great news for big oil. 
Meanwhile, officials still don't know who carried out coordinated attacks on electric grid substations in Moore County, North Carolina, that caused a massive blackout. Electricity has now been restored, but disturbingly, that was not the only attack on U.S. electric grid infrastructure. Over just the last three months, Oregon, Washington, and Florida saw more than a dozen grid attacks and intrusions. Energy experts stress the need to secure the electric grid. The FBI I warned last month of heightened risk to the nation's vulnerable electricity infrastructure from right-wing extremists. <laughs> Some good news. Buildings in the U.S. are a significant source of carbon emissions. So last week, the Department of Energy proposed a new rule to decarbonize federal buildings. The new rules will electrify new federal buildings and those under renovation and require federal agencies to slash energy use 30 percent by 2030. But corporate media outlets framed the new rules by focusing on the polluters. Quote, a hit to natural gas, spurring indignation from natural gas companies. Companies. Finally, as we go to air, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm is set to announce a major milestone in the decades-long quest to create abundant zero-carbon clean energy through nuclear fusion. Federally funded scientists for the first time have produced a fusion reaction with a net energy gain, meaning the reaction produced more energy than the energy required to create it with virtually zero waste. It has been a bit of a holy grail in science. Scientists say this breakthrough is a really big deal for science, but it is still many years away from commercialization. Yeah, but it is a really big deal if it actually happened. Yep. I guess we'll find out for much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today. Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Might as well be walking on the sun. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate.